Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy Thursday, guys, and welcome in to Wager Talk TV. This is puck time. We've got three games for you on tap. We've got the Florida Panthers playing host to the Maple Leafs. They're going to try and bounce back after that tough one against the Blackhawks. Predators, Rangers going head-to-head, and the night game. Will the Vegas Golden Knights continue to roll on and get their fourth straight win? We'll find out as they play the Winnipeg Jets. Of course, I am Andrew. I have Carmine with me as usual, and the Prez joins us. He's going to break down these three games as well as a solo game as well, where it'll be just his thoughts. Best bets at the end of the show. Carmine, good to be here with you as always, brother. Yesterday, just two games, and here today on a Thursday, a jam-packed schedule. Uh, any quick thoughts on yesterday? And, of course, dive right in to Toronto and Florida. And uh, I really like the way the Red Wings are playing. Uh, um, whether you think that was a Red Wings victory or just Pittsburgh not playing well, uh, the Red Wings are skating. They they are skating. They are quick. And they're getting a ton of shots on goal. DeBrincat is just loving uh, his time right now in Detroit, at least. Uh, he's played 12 games, they said in Detroit, so whether for the team or for the opponents, and he scored 12 goals in 12 games. So he likes Little Caesars uh, Arena. Uh, he likes that pizza like I do. Uh, Ottawa was an easy winner for me yesterday. Uh, I had a player prop on uh, on Jake Gunsel because I thought that game would have a lot of shots on goal, didn't have as many. And, uh, and Gunsel, I think he only finished with one or two. He stayed under the total. So uh, a split out on the two plays yesterday, but a huge card today. I'm really looking forward to it. And of course, I'm looking forward to breaking down the three games that we have. And you have a 5% play up, Andrew, tonight. So I wish you the best of luck on that one. I really like that play that you have. Prez, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Carm. Uh, flat out, my brother. This is my favorite puck time show of the week. Uh, excited to be here. I wonder why it's my favorite puck time of the week. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I passed last night in the NHL. Um, couldn't get to the window on any of the games, but I'm excited about the card tonight. Although I won't be watching any of the games tonight is my big night. Me and my two brothers are doing a comedy performance at the Elgin theater tonight. Uh, we've been practicing all week. I'm People are like, are you nervous? I'm the freaking prez, man. Like, nervous? Come on, come on. I'm pumped. That's it for me. It's a comedy performance together. You guys are doing it together. Yeah, the three of us. Was hard enough writing comedy for one person. Imagine writing comedy for three. Brother, let's get going, man. Leafs in Florida. 
Come on, Carm. I threw it to you for the Florida game, and you threw it to Prez. Come on. Well, no, <laughs> I just wanted to get Prez's thoughts on how he's doing right now. You know what I mean? Uh, he's very rarely on the show. He 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 fills in. But let's get going, uh, Andrew. Let's look at this one. Um, you know, you look at the price on this one, and the Leafs are like minus 130. I get it. Um, a little bit of a revenge factor, in uh, obviously, in this one. Florida bounced the Leafs last season, uh, and we all remember what happened in the playoffs. Um, the fans chanting outside of Scotiabank Arena, we won Florida, we won Florida. They got Florida, and they also got knocked out in uh, five straight games. Um, it wasn't the greatest of start for Florida, but uh, I took them in that game um in new jersey i thought they were a really nice priced dog in that game and it and it fits well for a team that yeah. eventually we're going to start playing better defensively and, and they did they did now they return home uh, i think this is the first of i think it's the first of four or five uh, games at home for this team um they're only going to continue to get better this florida team um the problem is they got the leafs coming in off of uh, a loss at home to chicago where the leafs were minus 345 in that game um and it was a non-compete game uh the leafs had a lot of shots on goal their xg number was um was pretty high they just could not get anything going they couldn't finish in that game so you have to believe the leafs are gonna bounce back in in this spot uh, it's too early in the season to play that angle of a team returning home off a uh, off a road trip. Uh, obviously, it uh, um, uh, which applies here, but um, you gotta like the Leafs here minus one thirty. I'm not a huge fan of of going against Florida, especially because I think they're playing extremely well at, at the moment. But um, uh, I think this is one of those games where everyone thinks there's going to be goals. I'm not com to completely convinced there will be. But I think the Leafs put in, a, a, after that last game, I think they put in a solid 60-minute performance and come away with the uh, win here. So it's not going to make my card, but uh, I am leaning to um, the Toronto Maple Leafs in this one. Uh, I want to get Prez's thoughts, obviously, on this game, so I'm going to go to him next. But Prez, you know I have to do it. Uh, you're a Leafs fan. You're a diehard Leafs fan. You follow this team. You know I mean? I couldn't even talk to you when the when the playoffs ended last year for the Toronto Maple Leafs because I tried to interview you. It kind of looked like this, but you had nothing to say to me before that or after that. So are mind making jokes. At least we were in the ring, my brother. Uh, I tried to interview you as a Buffalo Sabre fan, but I had to chase you around a golf course for four hours. Uh, Prez, Guys, Prez the make... good news is, too, we don't have to uh, Photoshop the hair off Joe Rogan because Carmine doesn't have any. So it was an e easy Photoshop for Eric to do. Andrew, I'm going to use this show to make an announcement that I was holding back for Wager Talk, and I was waiting for a box of stuff to come, and it hasn't come yet. So instead of waiting, I'm going to take a moment and make this announcement right here, right now. And the reason I'm going to do it on Puck Time is because of all the shows that we do, whether it's opening line report, report, first pitch, even bet on it and wager talk today, nobody has as loyal a customer a following as Puck Time. So with that said, Aaron Soman writes, I definitely need a Puck Time t-shirt. Aaron? Go to wagermerch.com. The site went live a few days ago. Wagermerch, 
puckdime.com. You can buy a Puck Time t-shirt. We are now selling shirts. But the greatest thing about that site, Andrew, is it also has a lot of betting slogans too, like parlays are for losers or there's still Monday night football. So take a look at that site, guys. Let me know what you think. We have not promoted it to anybody anywhere. If you've got any ideas, suggestions, slogans, etc., please DM me through Twitter or put it up on Twitter and tag me. We want the help. Uh, yeah, man, I'm at the Elgin, Big Blue Jay. Way to go. That's where I'm at tonight. Okay, Leafs, Florida. I love the Leafs tonight, Andrew, but I can't get to the window because I don't like the line of minus 135. I think it's 25 cents too high. Uh, and it's really interesting, this line, because here you have the Florida Panthers who just beat the Leafs in a series not too long ago, 4-1. They dominated the play. They're bringing back basically their entire team. Uh, they're coming into this game one and two on the season, which they don't want to go one and three. So I hated the spot, yet the line makers give the Leafs, make the Leafs a fairly substantial favorite here. Um, look, it's the right bet, the Leafs tonight. The bottom line here is a couple of things. First off, if you go back and you look at the last two or three years of the Maple Leafs, one thing we know for sure they play terrible against bad teams. And we saw that against Chicago. Although they didn't play terrible, they did they lost the game by a substantial number. The other thing we know is they always bounce back over the, after those bad games. And they're at their best when they play good teams. This Toronto team has circled this game since they lost. This is an important game for Toronto. They want to show Florida that last year it was an anomaly and that they dominate this division. And I don't think Florida gives a rat's ass about this game, Andrew. I think from Florida's perspective, it's like, okay, well, we beat you last year. You want to win this game? It's regular season game, game four, who cares? So I, I do like the Leafs a lot. I just don't, I just don't think the line is correct. I, 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 I planned on releasing the Leafs tonight as a 4% play and I was thinking the line was going to be somewhere around minus 110, minus 115. I took a look. It was minus 135. I said, that's just too high a number. So I'm actually laying off this game. But the Leafs are the right call here. That, Andrew, um, I'm gonna, I, I want to go back to you, sorry, uh, for a second there. But I want to ask you something. I, I get the line. It's like 135. And Prez thinks it might be a little high. Um, the dynamics that played last year in the playoffs were completely different than what this game is. Uh, the Florida Panthers were playing playoff hockey the last three or four weeks of the NHL season. Then they go into Boston and uh, for a playoff series and knock them out in seven games. So at that point, they were wound up in playing tight defensive hockey that the Leafs could just could not compete with. Um, we're at the beginning of the NHL season and we're like three or four games in. Um, they're nowhere near where they were in the playoffs last season which is why I think the line is right here. Thoughts? Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's kind of what I looked at um, this morning was the fact that this team is a little bit uh, of a different team than they were in the playoffs last year. The Florida Panthers had success last year with their ability to play uh, physical hockey to, to win one goal games. And let's face it, no matter who was between the pipes for the Florida Panthers last year, 
they were playing unbelievable. What was was it? Wasn't it Alex Lyon, guys? That was at one point in net for this Florida team. Then we had Bobrovsky. I mean, it doesn't matter who was in there. Um, they were playing very well between the pipes. The problem with this that I don't like is that everybody seems to like the Maple Leafs in this spot, and and that that's never a fun thing uh, to be on the same page as everybody. But when I look at this spot. This, to me, is a situational spot. And if you're ever betting the Maple Leafs, it's not, to me, about getting priced out. It's all about the situation. The Maple Leafs have the mental stability of a you know 15-year-old girl, okay? This is a team that does not focus, does not stay you know on track, even if it's the start of the season. They get up in guard. They get up, off track. They go against the Blackhawks. It's one of the worst teams in the league. Can't score against them. But against the Wild, they can have a great day. That's just the Maple Leafs in a nutshell. And this is a team that's going on a road trip now. Revenge factor from last year. Florida's played some tough teams so far as well. Uh, the Devils were a really tough matchup for them. You got a hungry Maple Leafs team. I do like the price here on the on the money line. But you know what? As I'm talking, I think the team total over three and a half might be a good way to go. Uh, even though the Maple Leafs played a lot better of defensive hockey last year, when I look at this team, I still think that when they win most games this year, they're going to score four goals. That's kind of how I have this team pegged. And you look at the price, you look at the value you can get on the team total. It's a lot better. So we got Russell here in our live YouTube chat. He said, Andrew, please do not take the Leafs. Uh, take something else. Take, take a total. Sorry, Russell. I am taking the Leafs today. Uh, Prez, we're going to go to you for our next game. And we're going to keep on track here. Predators and the Rangers. I'm curious your thoughts about this Predators team, Prez, because I, I, I throw a lot of shade towards them. But I do like some of the moves they made. They just seem like kind of a boring team, but it, it works for them. What, what are your thoughts on the Predators? Well, I mean, right off the bat, I think the Predators are not a good team. They're not going to make the playoffs. Um, this is a team, Andrew, that... For about 10 years or so, were perennially in the playoffs, made a couple of decent runs as well. Uh, and they just lost a lot of draft capital, similar to, say, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't look at this team as a team that has got a bunch of young, hungry players. I look at this team as old. I look at this team as heavy. You know, it's this is a team that would like to play teams like the Rangers, you know, more regularly, another heavy team. But man, when they play teams like the Leafs or Tampa Bay, the Avs, the Oilers, they're just going to get absolutely annihilated because they won't be able to keep pace. So here we have a game tonight where we've got two heavy teams, two slow teams, two teams that are, you know, up there in age. I got to look at the under in this game, Andrew. I don't think Nashville is going to be a team that scores a lot of goals. Frankly, I think when all said and done, they're going to be in the bottom six to eight in the league in goals. And for some unbeknownst reason to me, the Rangers can't score and they couldn't yeah. score last year either. And I don't get it. This is a team that has goal scorers. This is a team that has one of the best defensemen in the league. Who's a puck moving defenseman. Uh, I don't understand why the Rangers can't seem to score goals, but they just can't. Uh, they did, they did, uh, score five against Buffalo and they put up three against Columbus, but la they played Arizona. It was two, one. This is the, the type of game we're going to look at tonight in Nashville. Uh, 
Two, one is three goals. That's three less than under the total of six. Four, one, three, two, three, one. I don't see how this game is going to get over the total. I'm going to be looking to play uh, the Nashville Predators under the total. And I know we're going to discuss Vegas later, and I'll talk about that because it's related to this. When Nashville plays a team like the Avs or Tampa Bay, the Leafs, Florida, Oilers, I'm not going to look to take them under because I think those teams are going to be able to go over the total almost themselves, like we saw with Edmonton. When Nashville plays teams that are heavy and are defensive-oriented, that can't roll out line after line of goal scorers, I'm going to look to play the under every time there's a six on tap. There's a six on tap tonight. We're going to go with under the total. And also, one of our commenters wrote, Prez sits when he pees would make a great t-shirt. Who doesn't sit when they pee? Why would you stand when you can sit? It makes total sense to me. Have a comfortable moment. How do you watch TikTok while standing and peeing, Andrew? I knew that was coming. I knew you were going to say that. I mean, if you're in a rush, yeah, you, know, you don't really have time to sit down, Prez. But uh, if you got some time to kill, I get yeah. it. I'm right there on the same page as you with this. Uh, I like the under here. When you've got the Predators playing an upper-class team, they're going to play to the under. They have no choice. They cannot trade goals. They don't have the firepower. But I do believe in the fact that their forwards do play defensive hockey because that's all they really have. They cannot get into shootouts with teams. They can't trade goals. And the fact is, like Prez mentioned, although there's so much talent on this Rangers club, they are going to have the most success relying on their goaltending, defense, and scoring three, maybe four goals. They're not a team anymore that's going to light the lamp five or six times. It's not the way they're going to win hockey games. So I'm with Prez on the under. Carm, what are your thoughts on this one with the Predators and the Rangers? Uh, it's a scary thing that I'm possibly going to have to agree with you guys, but um, but I will say this: I disagree with the Prez on uh, Nashville being one of the lowest five or six scoring teams at the end of the season, and it's only because it's going to take this team a while uh, to, to learn to play the style that uh, Andrew Brunet wants to uh, Brunet wants them to play which is a more offensive type game. That's not the Nashville team that we've known for the past few years where they more or less relied on UC Soros in, in, in goal. But that said, it's going to take them a while. They're going to, uh, they will eventually start to score some goals. You look at their four games thus far. Uh, they open up with a 5-3 loss uh, against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They scored three goals against the Penguins. But that Penguins D, and we saw it last night, um, defensively, it, it doesn't seem like their forwards are coming are coming back to back check. Uh, after that, they follow it up with a three nothing win in Seattle. Uh, one of those goals an empty netter. They lose in Boston three to two. Boston's the type of team, much like the Rangers, that play a heavier type game that it's going to be harder for them to score, uh, especially when they're on the road and you've got Shosturkin in goal for for the Rangers. And then they finish it off by scoring one goal at home to the Edmonton Oilers. Um, and, I just don't get it there. The goals aren't there yet. They're going to come uh, with this team. And I think it's a team that, I, like I said earlier, I, I'm a team that I'm going to look to be playing some overs once they do get that scoring going or 
the style that they want to play, but they're just not there yet. It's way too early for this team. Uh, and for that reason, I like the under. So I'm going to go under as well. Join you guys in a consensus selection on this game. And with that said, Prez, um, we're going to let you break down a game on your own. And uh, I think you're looking at the St. Louis Blues and uh, Arizona Coyotes. So I'll give it a hand it over to you. Yeah, brother. So I, I picked this game uh, and I just want to say uh, I released this game to my clients. So this is an actual 2% play up for my clients. And I like the under in this game. And, and basically, let me let me break down to both these teams real quick from my perspective and how to bet them moving forward. So I think the St. Louis Blues is a shell of themselves. Uh, they've obviously gotten rid of a lot of their best players. Tarasenko is on Ottawa. Riley is on uh, O'Reilly, whatever his name is, is on Nashville. Um, this is a team that is in transition. And the thing about it is they have a coach that doesn't work with transition. This is a man who needs to win, who probably loses sleep, probably turns his wife down on a regular basis because he's too upset over his team's play. This, this coach is vicious. And the team is going, in order for St. Louis to win, they're going to have to play the, to the under. They just simply don't have the fat firepower moving forward to play five, three games. I, I don't even think this, this team will average under three goals a game. This team will be a team that will rarely get to the four goal mark. When you look at the Arizona Coyotes, this is a team that when they play teams like Anaheim in the bottom of the league, they're going to play an open ice style of game. Logan Cooley's looking good. They've got some fast young players. And I do think that this is this this team will play to the over when they're playing young, fast teams like Anaheim or the Kings or the Oilers. And this team will play to the under when it plays heavy teams like the Rangers uh, Dallas, St. Louis. Here they're playing St. Louis, and they're on a road trip. They were able to put up zero goals last week, last game against the New York Islanders. I was on both the Islanders in regulation, and I was on the under, and I cashed both those tickets. I had a 3-0 night. I can't see scores in this game. I, I honestly, like if you said to me this game has a greater chance of being one nothing than 5-3, I would agree. So I like the under in this game. I like the under in almost every St. Louis game. I'm going to be, St. Louis is on my uh, notes as an under team moving forward. I like the spot for them tonight. Uh, this is a team that has lost two shootout games. Last, last game, they, they beat Seattle 2-1. The game before that, they lost to Dallas 2-1. So they've put up a grand total of three goals in their two games. And Arizona, they just scored a zero. Then they lost to the Rangers 2-1. Again, both of these teams haven't shown us they can score. And I think St. Louis is the better team here. And I think they're going to dictate the pace. This will be a slow-moving game under the total of six. Love that play under six there. And I think a lot of St. Louis games will go under as well. Prez, I'm right there with you on that one, especially with that offense they have. It's not very what intimidating. Offense? It looks like it could be, but I don't think it's very good. That is for sure. Carm, we're going to go to you for game number three. Uh, people in the live comment section 
saying, come on, boys, the second game is not nearly as exciting as this third game. And I do agree with them. Let's jump in and talk about the Vegas Golden Knights, Carm. Do they keep it going or do they finally drop a game tonight? What do you have? They're playing Winnipeg tonight. They are minus 115. I just want to say um, I had a correction, but someone actually corrected me in the chat. Uh, when I was talking about Nashville, I said the first game was 5-3 against Pittsburgh. It was actually 5-3 against Tampa. And I was I wanted to reference the Tampa defense has uh, uh, hasn't looked great uh, along with their goaltending. But you listen, we look at this game and it, it's interesting because you would have thought uh, and I get where they're going with this one. You would have thought that it would be um, uh, Connor Hellebuck in goal tonight, but it's not. It's uh, Laurent Brassois in goal. This guy was a goalkeeper for Vegas last season. I think he got injured, but. He was he was seven, oh and three last year with a two point one seven goals against average and nine twenty seven save percentage, but I get it. Aiden Hill is their guy now. Um, I like Vegas to lose their first game here. I I just think that Winnipeg are up for this one again. Another quick turnaround about uh, with teams that uh, that played each other in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, and if you remember, uh, Winnipeg in that game went into Vegas and I think they won game one. Uh, of that series, but uh, then Vegas uh, rolled them in the next four games. Uh, an OT one in there as well, too. Um, listen, Winnipeg's a team that I think aren't going to make the playoffs this season, but I think they will play well in spurts. And this is probably one at home in front of their fans with this goalie in, in goal tonight. He's in there for a reason. Uh, and uh, and maybe he, maybe he stands on his head. Maybe he doesn't even need to stand on his head. This line opened at about 120 for Vegas. It's down to 115, so a little bit of money coming in on the Jets. But uh, I'm going to take it. Minus 105 on the Jets at home. Yes, I'm getting in front. It's it's the, the old adage of you don't want to get in front of a, a, a streak or catch a falling knife or whatever. I think it's too early in the season for us to even think about um, those things. Uh, let's give these teams about 10 games each before we start uh, throwing those, those analogies. But uh, I'm taking the Jets tonight to hand the Vegas Golden Knights their first L of the season. Laurent starts with an L. So let's see what happens there. Prez, give me your thoughts. Guys, I just want to mention, I watched a show two nights ago called Valiant. It's on Amazon Prime. It is the story of the Vegas Golden Knights first year in the league. It's an hour and a half long. It was absolutely spectacular. If you guys haven't had a chance to see that, it'll give you a real great understanding of hockey, of drafting, of what they did with that community on their Stanley Cup uh, losing run. Really, really a sensational uh, show. Valiant on Amazon Prime. As for this game, Harm, um, I like to talk about how I handicap and how I look at teams. Rather than only giving out a play on St. Louis uh, and Arizona under the total, I like to talk about why St. Louis is going to play to the under and, and, you know, and which type of teams they match up against to the under, etc. The Vegas Golden Knights is a perfect, perfect example of that. The way this team is assembled is simple. They have the best 14 to 18 in the league. So in other words, if there's 18 players on the ice, 12 forwards, six defensemen, they have the best 14th, 15th, you know, from, sorry, from five on. They have the best five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
against any team in the league. What they don't have is the best one, two, three, and four. So when you play a team like that and they roll out four lines that are just consistent, they play similar styles, they have a ton of speed. When they play teams like Dallas or the Jets that are not, that can't roll out a McDavid, a Stamkos, a Kucherov, a Matthews, you know, a, a Crosby and Ovechkin, when they play teams that can't roll out pure goal scorers against them, they shut those teams down. Tonight they play the Winnipeg Jets, and the Winnipeg Jets is one of those teams that is similar to Dallas in style of play. Dallas is a better team, but Dallas needs scoring from all four lines to win games. The Jets need scoring from all four lines to win games. When teams like that play Vegas, it is a stone cold under almost every time. It is really hard when you don't have monster, pure, talented goal scorers. It's really hard to score on this Vegas team. And we've seen it this year. They played four games. They've gone under all four games. They played the Dallas Stars, a heavy team that rolls out four good lines that doesn't have a superstar scorer. They played the Anaheim Ducks. A young team will have superstar scorers as they move forward in their future, but again, lacking the superstar talent. San Jose Sharks, again, lacking superstar scoring talent. Seattle Kraken, another team that resembles the style of play that the Winnipeg team does and the Dallas team does. And Seattle put up one goal. This is one of those perfect matchups for Vegas where I agree, Carm, this is the night Winnipeg might win or, or Vegas might lose. I just don't see how this game goes over six goals. Every time when, you're, when I'm looking at betting the Knights, I'm looking at the matchup. Are, does the team need all their their four lines to score? Yes. If they do, I'm taking the under against Vegas. That's my play, under against Vegas. It's an under night for you, Prez. Uh, liking a lot of totals, but also liking lots of unders. Some uh, defensive games tonight, and I agree with that thought there with Winnipeg. They're a team that uh, plays collective, not just one or two guys that can push the total over by any means. Uh, however, for me, I'm going to look towards just Winnipeg in the first period. Winnipeg first period money line. Um, this Vegas team, last year, they got off to really good starts. This year, first periods, they've looked shaky. I've watched most of the Vegas games. Hell, I even watched some of their preseason games, and they're a team that's actually getting better as the games go on. Like, I, I if you're looking to ever live bet on teams, yeah. I think Vegas is potentially a team to do that. They've got a lot of older players. They're very well coached. And I think they really build momentum off, you know, killing a penalty or a good power play or a big hit. Um, but this is a Winnipeg team that just got crushed against the LA Kings. And, you know, I think that that game that Vegas played against Dallas was a really good effort for them, despite what the scoreboard read. It go to, goes to a shootout. Um, they deserve that win, in my opinion. I feel like this is a game Winnipeg comes in very hungry, despite it being early in the season. I'm just going to take the first period. So first period money line, it's relatively the same as, as the same as the price is for the full game. So that's what I'll rock with here for Winnipeg. Look for them to get off to a good start. I don't think that Winnipeg, you know, kind of very similar to what Prez said there. I don't think Winnipeg can come back in games. 
most of the games that Winnipeg wins, I believe will be games that they, they win the first period. I feel like that very much so correlates. They don't have the scoring capacity, uh, I don't think, to be able to kind of trade goals or come back after being down a few goals. So uh, I'll take Winnipeg on the first period. We got to uh, wrap things up here momentarily, guys. But Karma, I'll start with you with your best bet on the show. Uh, what you have for us here for a free play. And of course, what you have going for clients after what I think was one more winning night for you last night with that Ottawa Senators pick. Yeah, it was a, a, a short winning night, a winning night with our free play, uh, the Don Buster special, uh, taking uh, Ottawa minus a half plus 145 in that first period. Three plays currently up in the NHL. I may or may not add one or two more uh, smaller rated plays. Um, doing fantastic right now. Uh, if you look at the wager talk front page, uh, number one, last three, seven, and 30 days uh, at wager talk, and they have that wow. deal. Um, $199, 30-day all-access. Uh, Going to have my NFL card up this week. In the last three weeks, in the NFL, number one at Wager Talk as well, too. So let's keep the ball rolling. Guys, I'm going to go with something a little different. It's not – it is a first-period line again, but this is not a plus-money one. We're going to have to lay some juice on this one. Um, you look at Colorado and Chicago. I get it. You look at these teams, and uh, seven games combined, every single game has gone under the total – now, normally, I'm, I'm not going to play the, the full game total here. I'm going to look at the first period total, and I'm going to go over the total. You can sometimes find a winning a winning total within uh, a game in which you think that the game could stay under, and that's where I, this that's how I feel right now with this game. It's the first half total is one. Uh, it's one and a half minus 145. I saw it pop up at minus 150 at a couple books. Uh, the Abs Abs are playing extremely well, but this is one of those games where uh, Chicago comes in off an upset win against the Leafs. Um, and when a team uh, plays above their head and pulls off a game like that and continue on the road, especially East Coast to West Coast, um, I love to bet the first period overs. And that's where I'm going to go here. So first period over one and a half um, plus, or sorry, minus 150. That's my, uh, my show best bet. And let's see if we can get another winner out there for you guys. Prez, what do you have up at Wager Talk? And give us a show best bet. You got it, brother. I got a big card going today. I got three NHL bets for my clients. I have a bet on the NFL game, the Thursday night football game between Jacksonville and the Saints, and I have a college football bet. Uh, two 4% plays as well, and about 80% of my plays are 3%, so these 4% ones are rare. So I got a really big day planned for everybody. Uh, you can check that out at wagertalk.com. Oh, I did get one of those cool graphics. Uh, okay, so my best bet for the show is the Anaheim Ducks at plus 220. Plus 220. So, listen, let me break this down for you. These shitty teams are going to win games, guys. None of these teams are going 0 and 82. None of them are going 10 and 72. None of them are going 20 and 62. Most of them are go the worst team in the league is going to win 30 times this year, give or take. So we have to find the spots where those teams are going to win. Here's my breakdown on this game. You got Anaheim, a young, young team on game three of their season. They just beat what pundits are saying is the best team in all the entire league, the Carolina Hurricanes. They beat them 6-3. They handled them from start to finish. Now, we know Carolina's better. We know Carolina was on a back-to-back. -back. And we know Carolina was in a bad spot. 
The Anaheim Ducks don't give a shit. Here's what they know. They know the season is too young for them to think that they suck. They don't know they suck yet. They're sitting there in their dressing room going, we just beat the best team in hockey at the start of the season. Hey, maybe we're good. Hey, maybe we can hang with the big boys. Now they're feeling good about themselves as the Dallas Stars come in. Dallas Stars, they're coming in off of two bruising games. They played the Vegas Golden Knights, a team that is really tough to play. They got knocked around, hit around. They, 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 then they had to, then before that, they played St. Louis, another team that's ordinary, angry, upset, wants to murder you at all times. So they are coming off two bruising, bruising games. They're going into Anaheim. They're playing the Ducks, and the Ducks think, hey, we might be good enough. Little do they know they're not, but for tonight, this seems like a great spot for a big, fat, juicy dog. We're going to take the Ducks at plus 220 and throw a sprinkle on them in regulation. And if Marco D'Angelo and Adam Trigger had a kid and that kid did a game preview on a show, that's how long it would take for them to get through the best bet yes! segment. Well done, Lauren yes! Presley. Wow. You got to love it, man. You got to love it. Um, I'm full of info, big, man. Big, big. <laughs> You've been hosting Wager Talk today too much, man. You got too many people uh, with these long analysis. You had to, had to, to borrow that from them. Anaheim, though, big uh, underdog there. I like that uh, like that pick. And they're a team that's going to shock the world, I think, with some big upsets this season. Uh, yes. For me, guys, 5% play up at wagertalk.com. We're on a 7-2 and two totals run. The sides haven't been great, but uh, totals have been pretty good. So hopefully we can keep going with those. Best bet, I'm looking at the Maple Leafs here. Minus 130 uh, after a really, really kind of top performance against the Chicago Blackhawks. A little bit of a revenge factor as well off the last year playoff exit against the Panthers. They head on the road. I feel like this Maple Leafs team will bounce back. It pains me to do it, guys, but I'm cheering on Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please, if you enjoyed this show, Comment below who you are betting on tonight. Hit the like button on this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget the wagermerch.com. Check it out. Uh, get some clothing. Support the crew here at Wager Talk. We'll see you guys next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.